Hey, bro. You know what's funny to me? When you told me that people refer to me as the serious one. <laughs> I mean, if the do-rack fit, you know what I'm saying? You know, why are you serious? You know what I mean? Like, we got to talk about that. Matter of fact, we should call this episode that. Why so serious? Why so serious? Let's put a smile on that face. Welcome to another episode of Everything Wavy. <laughs> I guess I'm your serious ass host, <laughs> Big Q, a.k.a. Serious Jones. And I'm with my wavy partner. Yes, sirs. Big Mike, a.k.a. Wave on Wave Crime. And we're back with another episode. They didn't believe we'll return. God did. <laughs> it feels good to be back on the mic. We over here laughing. It's supposed to be a serious episode. We over here laughing. Boy, I guess this episode will be brought to you by Tequila. <laughs> but nah, but for us, it's a lot to talk about. You know what I'm saying? It's good to be back on the mic. That's what she said. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> All right, man, let's not waste no more time. Let's get to it. All right, so before we cover anything, you know, it's been brought to my attention some seriousness. Um, sad to say, but uh, Wavy Minds want to know, Quinn. It's been a few episodes, my nigga. What's up with that passport? Yeah. <laughs> he, he clocking my passport now. <laughs> he clocking it. Look, man, Tony Ayo just got a iced out blue bedazzle chain with his passport. What's up, man? Where your passport at? <laughs> yeah. So issue with my passport. There was a hold up, you know what I'm saying? So I had to send back some documents or whatever. And so my passport is still on the way, if you must know. Listeners, y'all believe this? Y'all think he capping? <laughs> y'all think he wave capping? Let me know in the comments, y'all. <laughs> I'm being for real, bro. Like, don't be surprised. <laughs> give it another week or two. All right, it's been almost fucking four weeks, but we're going to give him two more weeks, y'all. I didn't, expedi- we'll give him I didn't I- expedite we'll- my shit, you know what I'm saying? It's so- all right. We're going to give him to October, y'all. October, we're going to take back in, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, man, but what's good? How you feeling, bro? I'm feeling good. You know, knee starting to hurt me a little bit. I don't know what's going on with that, but I'm doing all right. Man, same old, same old. Working, you know what I'm saying? Being a father, being a husband. Just taking each day one at a time, you know what I'm saying? Anxiety was on an all-time high not long ago, but, you know, what the hell was some edibles? <laughs> I'm being under control, you know, just letting... The day-to-day shit get to me, though, but uh, honestly, bro, been back on just trying to find peace. Um, 
I think I said the edibles is, you know, something that keeps anxiety low. And um, I had a person one day uh, just randomly come up to me and ask me, like, you know, do I go to church? I was like, I ain't been to church in a while because I'm usually working. And it was like, well, I hope and pray you go back to church, you know. And I thought that was just so fucking random. But it, it made me, like, like it had me thinking. So I was just like, oh, my wife, like, uh, I don't know why, but we got to go back to church. <laughs> So me and wifey haven't physically got to church yet, but we have been making it a a thing to, you know, catch T.D. Jakes on, on the YouTube live stream, you know, just to get that that word, you know. So it, I've been on that type of time lately, too. So, um, yeah, man. But other than that, man, kids good. I'm good. Wife good. You know, we all want things to be a little better, but we can't complain. So I'm just happy to be here. Sounds like you blessed to me. Definitely. <laughs> I got to remind myself that too, bro. Like what I think I'm going through it, what I think it is, like it ain't that bad, bro. Like I really am. When I just take a moment and step out of my skin and look at it from an outside perspective, bro, I got no reason not to be or feel that way, you know? So sometimes a nigga be feeling, uh, you know, I be feeling bad, you know, thinking I'm in a certain position, but truly I'm not, you know what I mean? So, but I am blessed, bro. You know, so that must be a Pisces thing because I get like that too sometimes. Sometimes I feel like everything just gone wrong, or you know, nothing. I'm nothing I do or nothing I am doing is making a difference or some something like that. Some to that degree, right? Sometimes I got to step back and be like, man, I'm, I'm actually doing some great shit, and I've been doing yeah. great for a while. Now, granted, you get to a point where you get to a level of greatness, but then the way, well, at least I speak for myself. I'm like, okay, there's always something more. Right. You know, and I, I feel like I'm not doing enough to reach that more where that's just not true. Like, you know, I got to run my own race. Everything happens in due time. So. Right, right. That's the thing. I saw some stuff where it's like, you know, you're not going to get what you asked for because you want it. You're going to get it when you're supposed to. You know what I'm saying? So I've been trying to keep that in mind. You know what I mean? But I know it sounds cliche to say, but I ain't going to lie. My wife been keeping me sane. Like her. Her support, her just, I don't know, maybe she feel it in the air or some shit, but her, you know, her urgency to check on me and just kind of reassure me a lot of shit, that shit been helping too, bro. I know it's like, oh, it's your wife, you know, yeah, but it is just, it is different, you know what I'm saying? During the little crunch times where I've been feeling how I'm feeling, like it's like she almost know and here she come with the, with the reassurance and the comfort, you know what I mean? So that shit been helping too, you know what I mean? So shout out to her. Big shout out. Need more women like her, but no, we don't. Like I can't marry all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Polynesian. What's it called? Polynamory, Pamaniba. But um, to stay on the topic of women, so what ended up happening is I'm I'm chilling, I'm at work, just sitting randomly outside, right, and then. Two of my coworkers came up and was like, hey, we've been listening to your podcast. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, that's what's up. Like, what y'all think? What's the feedback? First thing came out their mouth. Oh, you man is the same. Like, like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, all you men wow. with podcasts, all y'all the same. Y'all all say the same stuff. Y'all all do this. Y'all all do that. I'm like, yo, like, like, you really got a beef with it, though. Like, I'm glad you listening. Don't get it twisted. 
but damn, you really got a beef with male podcasts? So I'm like, what's the deal with women with that, bro? That's going to be a trend lately, bro. It's like every time some clips go up, you know, where there's men kind of giving their feedback on, you know, the women, um, whether it be accurate, whether it be false, whether it be bullshit, whether it be, you know, whatever, the comments is going crazy. Oh, uh, microphones is, is going to be the death of the black community and you know all men should just throw away pie, pie equipment and it's just like all these different little jabs and jokes about you know um men having podcasts and truthfully speaking I, I got a diverse following so i don't see that shit coming from too many of the other races or whatever you know because there's hispanic podcasters white podcasters and i purposely went on some of these podcasters um you know, pages and read their comments. And it's not the same, you know, it's more so they might have an agreement or disagreement to the content, but they're not downplaying the person like, Oh, why, why, why we got to have, you know, podcasts in the community, the white community or the Asian community, blah, blah, blah. It's more so they're doing what they're supposed to do, which is only commenting on the content. But when I look at ours, it's like, you know, it's just negativity all around the board. Like, we ain't shit because black men got podcasts and this, this, and this. It's like a joke. And I feel like half of it is everybody trying to just get some likes. But then the other half of it, I feel like motherfuckers really do have some type of uh, animosity towards the new the new wave, which is podcasting. You know what I mean? So what you think? No, I, I agree with you. Like, in any case, my, my thing to them, and I didn't ask at the time, but I thought about it later. I was like, well, were you too busy? trying to compare my podcast with my boy to other podcasts or were you actually listening to what we were talking about, to what we were saying? Like, in any case, don't get it twisted. I'm, I'm going to take the view, but before you go talking about, oh, your you know, podcast is the same as any other, like, did you actually listen to what I was saying? Like, I'm sure I didn't say the same thing that another guy on another podcast said verbatim. You know what I'm saying? The problem is it, it ain't just women. It ain't just black women. It's it's just people in the the culture, the the hip hop black culture that's doing it, and which is multiple races in that culture too. So I think like I said I feel like when you look at these shit on the shade room and uh, was it Hollywood Unlocked, you read these comments. You know, it's it's a multi it's a multitude of different people talking about it. But even men or whatever, I just feel like everybody is listening with the ear of what they want to hear versus comprehending what it's saying. Now, don't get me wrong. Some of these podcasters out here talk some nonsense. But as a content creator now, and we haven't done it yet, but what I'm starting to learn is as a content creator is some of the shit they're saying on these pods are on purpose because guess what? It's trending now. Right. Or guess what? Y'all talking about it now. You know what I mean? So honestly, I feel like a lot of these podcasters are saying shit for as bait and then the people are taking it you know what i mean and falling for it but no one really be comprehending what these podcasts or us are actually saying it's more so let me just react before i actually get what they're trying to say you know what i mean and that's that's where it's like it confuses me bro because some podcasts are really just doing their shit and then some podcasts are really trying to get a reaction out of people and i think the lines blur so we all getting you know getting the tomato thrown at us for, you know, some of these whack podcasters, but all in all, it don't matter if they're whack or not. In my personal opinion, I feel like, you know, podcasters just like it once was, was with rapping, you know, just like it once was with drug dealing. It's like right now it's just a, 
the, the thing to do. You know what I mean? It's just popular. Everybody into it. Everybody feel like they got something to say. And uh, if it's not your cup of tea, go drink fucking Kool-Aid. It's just that simple. You know what I mean? <laughs> nah, it's, it's just crazy to me, bro. Because it's like, for one, podcasting is, is harmful. You know, we ain't out here doing nothing crazy. We just out here just really having conversations. Like, I saw Charlamagne, you know, posted. I've seen a few people posted, like, uh, after a good conversation with your homies, we always end the conversation off, like, we got to start a podcast. You know what I mean? And then everybody in the comments, like, nah, we don't. And truthfully speaking, <laughs> that's how we started our fucking podcast. Nigga. We speaking up on shit and having good conversations and people around us and people, you know, that know us and people that take heed to our advice and our, our leadership was like, yeah, I need to start letting people hear y'all, man. So granted our podcast is more so for entertainment, entertainment purposes, but when we need to, when we can, you know, we, we can get down and get y'all some content. You know what I'm saying? We're well versed in the fucking world, whether it be from, you know, jokes, uh, marriage, getting women, getting left by women. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Career wise, you know, relationship wise, uh, we clearly got something. That's why a lot of people are sending us questions in Q and A. So again, yeah, our podcast probably did come from a conversation many conversations of us having some good kind of conversation like yo we gotta put this on wax and here we are and we can monetize from it and actually you know make it into something like why would you hate it like seriously like why would you hate us for trying to make some extra money you know what i'm saying it's because you don't like an opinion like whoever's out here with a podcast right now salute to you you know what i'm saying because ultimately we all getting paid or going to get paid from it and uh we ain't harming nobody <laughs> not one bit you know what I'm saying so I don't know it, it's crazy to me I, don't know, man. I got more to say but I don't hey, know, everything that you go. said so far bro on point and if those people are listening yeah I'm looking forward to the next conversation even if you are listening to us right now and you fuck with us and you agree with what I'm saying, cool. And if you know somebody who ain't fucking with them, by, by all means, uh, pass this, this episode on to them as well. Because the biggest thing is, it's a lot of, it seems like it's a lot of black men getting into the, to the power world, right? right? Just like we do in the rap world, just like we do in the, in the, in the sports world, you know, just like we do in everything. Like, you know, we're going to get into a, a lane we see fit and we're going to go ahead and do what we do best, which is eventually take it over. And that's what we're doing, right? Right. Here's another thing about it. One of the biggest things about men, black men per se, coming from women and coming from others is we don't express ourselves. Black men keep them, their, their issues bottled up. They keep their, their feelings bottled up. They don't never talk. They don't never say nothing. And we just hold in all this stuff and that shit slowly kills us. Well, guess what? Podcasting is a way for us to express ourselves now. Black men are getting together, whether it's two, whether it's five, whether it's four. And even adding women in the mix, they're getting together and they're expressing themselves based on how they feel. You know, things they may, you know, be bottled up in. You know, they may have a problem with how a relationship is going. They may have a problem with how the, the finance world going. You know what I mean? Whatever the case may be, this is a gateway for us to express ourselves. Why would you hate that? I mean, all y'all complain about is us not expressing ourselves. What's the difference? We rather pay hundreds of dollars a week for a therapist. Let them hear us, or why not hop on a mic that costs a couple of dollars 
express ourselves amongst each other, support one another, and then come to find out there's other guys who feel the same way they did. Now they have someone to look to to kind of get over their issues or, you know, down, down, um, down situations because now they know someone else exists with the same ideology as them and that can help them overcome some, some issues. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like y'all want us to express ourselves, but y'all mad because when we express ourselves, it's not what you want to hear. And that's the biggest problem. It's like we can't cater to everybody. You know what I mean? And for the guys who do cater and pander to the, to a certain gender or a certain sex or a certain, you know, group, half of them doing it just because they know they're going to get the listens from it. They don't even mean it. You know what I'm saying? So I I just feel like, do y'all, you know what I mean? If y'all got a podcast out here, man, fuck with everybody thinking. Cause just like that, motherfuckers told Jay Z he couldn't rap. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers told, you know what I'm saying? Lil' Kim, she wasn't going to make it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just using some old school stories I heard about people being redirected because they wanted to take a a step in a lane that wasn't, you know, for them, so to say. And look how it turned out for them. You know what I mean? So this podcast, it might not be for us or it might be the best thing that ever happened to us. But I'm not going to let uh people who don't know shit about nothing, you know, dictate that. You know what I mean? We're going to do it because we have a passion for it. We enjoy doing it. And it's therapeutic. You know what I mean? So. That's my two cents on that shit. Why so serious? Because, <laughs> man, I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired of it. But you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, man, I can go on for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Get my Joe button on, put a tank top on, start yelling. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we growing. We doing our thing organically. We doing what we doing. We getting support how we getting support. But I guarantee you, if we decide to go the disrespectful route, Watch how fast we blow up. I guarantee if we start talking about nonsense, watch how fast we blow up. Instead, I'm here to bring people live. I'm here to bring people, you know, update them on some news with a little bit of joke and content behind it. I'm here to give some non-educational advice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm here to just chop it over my bro, man. You know what I'm saying? And for the, for the fellas and for the women who agree and disagree, but still fuck with us. Thank y'all. You know what I'm saying? Because. Again, if it wasn't for the 3,000 listeners we have on all platforms, well, we probably wouldn't still be doing it. But with that being said, it may not be 100,000, 200,000 yet, but it's it's a good number for for us being in the game for what? What, four, six, eight months or whatever? You know what I'm saying? And we are already in a few continents other than America. Come on, man. I'm going to take them small victories with me. They count. Man, snowball effect. Yep, it's 3,000 now, but it'll be 30,000 by the end of the year. It'll be, you know, 130,000 by next year. So before you know it, and oh, yeah, I'm watching everybody who don't post it, who don't repost it, who don't like it, and all that. Because once we get that limelight, a lot of y'all going to come around. And I'm gonna be like, nah, fuck your T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> fuck your eyelashes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fuck your, uh, you know what I'm saying? You're your missing cat. You know what I'm saying? Fuck, fuck your little pita bread sandwich you made on your little website. All that. Nah, if y'all don't support us now, don't support us later. You feel me? Right. So, I ain't got much to say, man, about that shit, bro. About to get me hot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, shit. What else we got there? Let's keep it pushing. But when you can't stay motivated, stay consistent. <laughs> I don't know. I just want to say that. <laughs> 
Shout out to Jim Jones. <laughs> All right, man. Let me ask you some random shit, man. I feel like bringing some laughter in this. Uh, have you ever been told you have some bomb ass pussy? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck no, nigga. Bro, come on, man. See, that's the type of shit that make a nigga get in the serious mode. <laughs> come on. Oh, my God. <laughs> did, did he give you some of that ashush washush? <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> yo, when he said that, yo, when he said that, bro, I swear to you, I fell out dying laughing. Hey, is Ashwoosh Washu's gender specific or can women give Ashwoosh Washu's too? Uh-huh. How do you spell that? I'm about to send it to my wife. Hey, hey, yo, dude, you gave me that ooshkash gooshkash. <laughs> hey, all jokes aside, we have to read between the lines of Orlando Brown. He is telling us a lot without saying a lot. Like, if you watch that interview, he said some shit, bro. It might have came off real druggy, but it was some truth in that shit. Aside from Soldier Boy or Whitney Houston coming back as Soldier Boy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, speaking of Soldier Boy, fuck all that. Why this nigga got zombie teeth? <laughs> this nigga is half our age, bro. And this nigga had teeth like a zombie and he just now getting veneers. That shit look crazy, man. For all the women that dated Soldier Boy up until this new teeth stage, you probably got gingivitis in your pussy. Yo, you gotta chill. Is that a, uh, is that possible? <laughs> gingivitis, like that nigga teeth look like. That nigga was a mummy in his afterlife. <laughs> that shit crazy, man. I don't know, but shout out to Lando Brown, man. He, that interview I saw. It was quite entertaining, but it also, see, he also said some shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he, but, uh, he been saying a lot lately. And that's the thing, bro. When he was saying normal shit, nobody was checking on him. But when he started talking in these weird codes, this nigga all, this nigga all over the internet now. So it, I don't think nothing wrong with him. I think he know what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? He might have been on some shit before, but I think now he is clear and he know what he's doing because we ain't started talking about him since he came back on the scene. And I'm still surprised Bow Wow ain't whooped his ass yet. You ain't gonna tell me I got some bomb pussy and then just move on, nigga. And hold on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, nigga, uh, that's hilarious. I'm not gonna hold you because ain't nobody really like said nothing to him. Like, nobody denied it. <laughs> not even the girls came and said he had a dick. Nobody said nothing. Everybody just kind of just laughed and kept, hmm. What y'all mean, hmm? No, nigga, do we got bomb pussy or not? Because. <laughs> Something ain't right, something ain't right. Maybe he got it confused with little mama. You know, they used to, everybody used to say they was twins. Maybe, maybe Orlando Brown got him confused with little mama. That's why he said that. Right, maybe so little mama got bomb ass. Pussy. excuse. I mean, ask 50 Cent, 50 Cent insinuating that he got, you know what I'm saying, a butt addiction for a good minute now. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, bro. <laughs> I don't know. We ain't gonna never get a deal on a little Ciroc deal now. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that shit gave me a headache anyway, nigga. Fuck that. We drinking that. We drinking that motherfucking. Uh, what we drinking, girl? We we ain't saying nobody names, but we drinking that tequila. <laughs> All right, moving on, moving on. All right, this is based on the story that Neo told. So I'm gonna just ask you, what would you do if a homie slept in your bed after you told him not to? What kind of shit is that? <laughs> I can't even, I can't even ask this shit seriously right now. Like, 
Because the idea of one of you niggas just jumping in my bed after I've asked you not to, like, come on, bro. Like, disrespectful. Like, where's the honor in that? My nigga, like, I asked you, nigga, not to sleep in my bed. It's a perfectly good air mattress right here. It's funny. I had a homie. I used to have my little on heart throwing. I had a homie, whatever he had. It was a night we went out, you know what I'm saying? And I struck out. I had shit going on, but he stayed at my crib or whatever. So he had some actions. I'm like, yeah, good. You got the couch, you know what I'm saying? All to yourself. I know what it's going to be. I'm like, you got the covers. You can put them on top of the couch. Even though the couch is Scotch Garden, I'm like, you know what I'm saying? You do your thing. He was respectful enough to say, you know what? I'm going to take the bitch down to the laundry room and get it in. <laughs> he, he didn't even sleep with the bitch in my house. He went to the laundry room and got it in. I don't think he realized there was cameras in there, but he got in in the laundry room, bro. So, oh, so you say you know, nigga got a porn tape out there somewhere. <laughs> was that a QVC TV uh, tape right now himself getting in on the, on the dryer? But uh, yeah, so <laughs> if, if the homie won't sleep nowhere in my house, then definitely you can respect not sleeping in my bed. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, nigga was foul for that, though, but I don't know, man. Niggas is different. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> First off, I don't know how you live your life like that <laughs> in between your own sheets. So I don't know what I can do. <laughs> right, right. Man, but uh, here's another one. Out of all the bills in the world that you, that you pay, what's one bill you wish you'd never have to pay ever again? I would say my cell phone bill. I think car insurance is the stupidest shit ever. <laughs> okay. All right, you got you got to explain to me why cuz I don't know if I'm fully on board because, with that one. I mean, I get the purpose of it, but I feel like there should be some reward for. I feel like and I feel like car insurance should be like cuz when you use your cell phone, you get a benefit from it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. When you when you pay a mortgage, you get a benefit from it. When you pay certain things, that, that pretty much every bill comes with something, a water bill, the gas bill, you get to use the water again, you get to cook again. But when you pay insurance every fucking month, and for the good drivers, I mean, one last time you've been in a car accident, you ain't been in one in probably years, but you probably done paid thirty thousand, forty thousand worth of worth of car insurance, and and that's it, bro. Like you're you're being punished for driving good. I pay insurance every fucking month for the duration of my driving life, and I went plenty of years without an accident, bro. That shit should be like income tax. You go through the whole year without getting no accident, you should get some of that money back. Like, I don't know. I just don't think car insurance should be just, it, and it's expensive, bro. Like, I'm fucking, I'm punished because I have a current year car. I have a fast car. I have, you know, certain features in the car or if your car is a certain color. Like, that's fucked up. Like, you got to pay because you're able to drive something nice. Like, that shit is, that shit is baffled to me. And I'm ranting about it because I just had to redo my insurance. and I'm pissed about it <laughs> i see nigga. <laughs> i don't like it bro i don't like it i hate Some that bullshit. i hate like even register car registration like ah that's i hate that shit like that'll probably be number right, two on right. my list like think about it though like the driver license for us out here at az bro your license don't have to be renewed until you're 65 god damn right la is like every three cali, cali is like every three to four years I'm not sure how Vegas is, but nigga, when you get your license out here in, in uh, Arizona, you don't have to renew that shit up until your retirement age. 
You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, you pay that one time fee and you got that motherfucker for the next 20, 30 plus years or whatever. That should be the same with your registration too. Like, nigga, unless I change cars, this car should be registered from now until I change cars. You know what I'm saying? I agree with <laughs> like, that. It's some bullshit, man. But all right, let me hit you with a serious one. Since we on some serious topics and shit. About to hit you with the boo. About to hit you with the boo box, pause. If you knew your exact, <laughs> listen, if you knew your exact date and time of death, not how you're going to die, just the date and time, how would you move and what would you do leading up to it? So if you knew the date, the day and the time you're going to pass, how would you move for the duration of that time? And what will be some of the things you would do leading up to it? So are we talking about that day? Just that day alone? All right. So if you knew you was dying October 12th at 7 p.m. So today is the 29th or whatever. Yeah, this year. Okay. Yep. So you basically got a month and a half before you go. October 12th, you know, knock on wood, 7 p.m. You don't know how, but you just know that's the end date. How would you live from this point up until that point? How would you How would you move in life? I I take every day in, you know, every minute, every hour I can get, not only with my wife, my kids, family, my friends, you know what I'm saying? Um, like equally throughout that time, try to do things I haven't got a chance to do, you know, what what's capable of me, you know what I'm saying, affordable of me to, uh, to do on my bucket list. Like like what? what, what give me like two examples. Two of that. examples. Um, as crazy as it sounds, I actually want to try um, jumping out of an airplane. Um, I've been trying to do that for like six birthdays, nigga. Y'all need. To <laughs> <laughs> I want to do some. I want to do some 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 daredevilish white folk type adventure. You know what I'm saying? Like something I know I could come across fifty niggas and be like, "You ever done this before?" Hell no. Nah. You know what I'm saying? All right, type right. of shit. Um, okay, okay. And the second he said something affordable. That's technically affordable for me. I can do that. I've okay. already priced that out. Oh, hold on. We should go skydiving and record it for content. Niggas <laughs> <laughs> ain't never. Niggas ain't never recorded that. Did he come out of nowhere? <laughs> I just had an idea. My fault. Niggas ain't never recorded skydiving though. <laughs> you want to? You want to? You want to do the intro to the pod while jumping out of airplane? Is that what you said? Niggas ain't never potted ten thousand. And I talk about pod the whole episode while we in the air. <laughs> all right, all right. Go back to the question. Uh, My fault. <laughs> the second one. That's for uh, on a bucket list. Do the whole propose thing, like in front of people. You know what I'm saying? So relive, re, you know, redo that again, but somewhere really, really nice, somewhere where the loved ones is around, where it can be captured in pictures and you know, shared memories and things like that. So, so you will make your last days sadder. <laughs> I mean, to some people that could seem sadder, to others that could be like a, a really joyful moment. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm a go, if I'm a go. And I know I'm going and, and I'm saying I want to make my last days memorable for the people that are still going to be living. Well, let me put a spin on it. What if you knew, but you couldn't tell them? Otherwise, it would speed the process up. Come on. What, what, what kind of disease is this? <laughs> it's about disease. Nigga. It's just, you just know you're going at that time and that day. You don't know how you're going. It don't have to be a disease. Don't have to, you don't know how. You just know. That you're going on that day. So, and if you speak on it and tell anybody, it takes off. It makes the, the, the date come up some. 
So now how you gonna move? Oh uh, well shit. That's that's a hard question to answer, honestly. You still wanna do the same things? Some of the same things, maybe not, you know, everything, not if it's gonna speed up the process, because I need to tell people as to why, you know, I wanna do this or are we doing or I want you know, get together, hang out, all that. Like people gonna be like, what's wrong with you? Like, are you pushing the <laughs> issue so much? Like, bro, I just was hanging with you yesterday. I just talked to you five minutes ago or something like like everybody's gonna wanna know why. And everybody won't know why, because if I tell them, I'm going to lose time. So I'm going to keep it pushing. Nigga, I want to go skydiving. We going to go or not? You know what I'm saying? Nigga, I want to hang with you. We going to go or not? Like I want to propose to you again. We going to do it. Like You don't have to explain it. You just do it. But see, that's, that's the trick of this question, because that just says that you're not doing a lot of things now. That's not you know what you want to do. So if you decide to just randomly one day do some shit that you haven't really done out the blue, we're going to be looking at you like, huh? So maybe you should start living more, bro. Is this your whole first thing first. Is this your whole intervention to, to tell me I should start living my life more? <laughs> I mean, you tell me all the time, nigga, you don't you know what I'm saying, you don't take advantage of your of your your free time, you know what I'm saying? And I don't either always, but you know, at the same time, you, you did say you wanna be able to bask in your hard work. Yeah, hell yeah. So we shouldn't wait until we know we're gonna die to do things. To, in, to to enjoy while we're living when we should do it now because truthfully speaking we don't know when we're gonna go so with that thought process we should actually move like that because our day could be tomorrow or it could be the next day so why wait to know when you don't know so you should just do it am i making some sense you you making some sense there's still some roadblocks so get that goddamn passport <laughs> <laughs> Niggas, not waste of time. I've been trying to go skydiving for like seven birthdays. <laughs> the only person that was down to go with me was Shook, and nobody else. Everybody else was like uh, crickets. <laughs> but you want to go now because you know you're about to go. Come on, man. That means you want to do it. I, I never said I didn't want to do it. You were assu- seven you're birthdays in past. <laughs> All right, fortieth birthday. We we going. All right, one, one year. <laughs> uh, the other homies down to go skydiving. Let us know. We we gonna do this shit. Them niggas ain't scared. Nah, but these niggas are walk. These niggas are bailed through a hood at fucking eleven o'clock at night. But these niggas won't jump out of here. So, <laughs> hey, look at the end of that jump. Ain't no bitches. <laughs> he don't niggas do anything for bitches. <laughs> no, but that was a good one right there. I, I I just try to be a little deep real quick with that one, but. To answer it myself, shit, I would probably spend the first month, just like you said, just trying to take advantage of every opportunity, you know what I'm saying, with the family, you know what I'm saying? But that last two weeks, I'm about to go rob banks, and I'm about to go do a bunch of shit to make money so I can leave behind for my family. I'm going to go do a bunch of shit to either end up in jail or shot, is what you say. If I do it the last two weeks, it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? But that first part of it, that first month, I'm going to go out there and do all the good things you said, the cute shit or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But that last two weeks, oh, I'm in the GTA. <laughs> Let's see if I can get five stars and how long I can survive. <laughs> I'm about to go move mad bricks. <laughs> I'm about to go, go get a couple of heists. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm about to do some shit. You know what I'm saying? Unless you leave. do all of that in two weeks. <laughs> Actually, make a name for yourself and and, and pretty much got a, a career. <laughs> it's slanging right, right? 
and then you die <laughs> two weeks later. <laughs> Look, nigga, that just means I'm gonna have me a moral a mural picture on somebody's wall <laughs> in LA. <laughs> <laughs> Wave chapel, <laughs> but I'm gonna put all that motherfucking money in a in a in a, in a, um, in a safe and, and let it be left over for the family and the kids. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna go out with a bang, but I'm gonna leave behind some change. You feel me? <laughs> so <laughs> this made me. This question made me think of something. It's a show. Um, it's actually on Netflix. It's called uh, Manifest. So I don't know if you've ever seen it or heard of the show, but I've seen it, but I haven't seen it, but I've saw it like on a thing. Okay. So what happens is these group of people on a plane, they're on a plane, they're flying back home, I believe to LA or whatever, but they're flying back home from coming overseas. They're in a thunderstorm. Mm-hmm. Plane starts shaking, all oh, this and that, but when we're on the plane, mm-hmm. you know, the mask come down and seem like the plane finna crash. Then somehow, some right. way, the plane get back rolling again, they go, they land. When they landed, it was like seven years later. They, they whole yeah. family thought they were dead. like everybody on the plane was dead, so they went on with their lives. Right. And come to find out, <laughs> they're not dead. But to them, it's seven years ago. Or to everybody else, it's been seven years. Right. Things moved on. In that <clears throat> situation, if that if that was something that happened to you, and you come back and you find out your boys is grown, you know, saying your your, your wife done moved on. You know what I'm saying? Got a boyfriend or something like that. Job gone. Friends moved on. Got older. Like, how would you, <clears throat> how do you think you would respond to all of that? I think after that first, probably first month or two, or, you know, you're going to be in denial. Ain't no way I was gone for seven days, seven years. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could be trying to fight that right there alone. Like, you're trying to make me seem like I'm crazy. Like, you want to move on with the nigga? Just say that. <laughs> Don't tell me I was gone for seven years. Bitch, I went to the stove. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, but could, I don't know. You could clearly but see I think once I, growing and all that, like, <laughs> right, it don't right. seem like reality would, would take think, that long to, like, hit. I think, I, I would, I would think, I would think something stupid, like, I got beat up or I got put in an accident, I got put in a coma, I'm just not waking up. Like, I wouldn't think it would be from the plane. I would have probably thought maybe the plane crashed and I survived, maybe. Right. But in the initial, the, the initial reaction would be, nah. <laughs> what is this? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But once I grasp it and, you know, they let me out the, the crazy house and all that shit, I'll just try to catch up and live the moment and, you know, re- make up for the time lost. You know what I'm saying? Right. And beat up her new dude or whatever. Cause, you know, <laughs> we can, we can, <laughs> you're going to need some, some documents before I allow that to happen. Seven years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <I. laughs> But yeah, you know, that's a good one. Uh, Ray Ray actually watched that. She told me about it. I never watched it, but I kind of glanced a couple times at it, whatever. But yeah, yeah I, I never gave it like a full watch, but I heard it was real good. So yeah, the concept of the plot is like is is really good. Like, damn, like what what would you do? Like, you right, know what I'm right. saying? Then some people was just like, oh, if that was if that was my girl and that was my dude, like I'd have just waited. I wouldn't have gotten. I'm like, waited for what? You wouldn't have known they was coming back. <laughs> Right, and then right. too, like, I don't see how you could just shut yourself off from, you know, saying like developing a new relationship, new friendship, a new life. Like that, that would right. be hard. So for me to answer to answer that question, coming back, like I'd have to be understanding of that. Like, yo, like y'all thought I was dead. Like I couldn't expect y'all to nah, wait for years and years, <laughs> like just like in hopes that, nah. like, come on, bro, fuck that. 
Now you gotta be realistic, like. But see, I came back seven years ahead, but I still look the same from when it was yeah, the seven years right. I left. You ain't aged. And now she looks seven years older. Right. If she aged wrong, I might be out. <laughs> <laughs> Come back and she all fat and shit and all that. Oh no, <laughs> I'm my fault, y'all. I I I, I wasn't even supposed to be here. I, I'm gonna go ahead and just <laughs> I see y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's funny. That was a good one, man. But let's go ahead and take a break, and then when we get back, we're gonna go into some some hot topics or whatever, kind of catch up on some shit that Beyonce's internet has, you know. Gave us this nigga said Beyonce's internet. <laughs> Yo, you a fool, man. <laughs> you a fucking fool, man. But uh, yeah. So I was scrolling, catching up again. You know. We were not the scene for a minute, but it's some shit we got to talk about. Some things we got to talk about. And one of those things is Black Panther 2 is coming out November 11th, 2022. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, you know me. I'm a, I'm a big Marvel. I'm a big Marvel DC. Any the super friends and all that shit. Like, I, I like that shit, so. Right. I'm I'm definitely excited for this one. I'm more Damn. excited to see how they're gonna honor my boy Chadwick Boseman. So right, right. I want to definitely see how they gonna you know spin this off because apparently they're not gonna replace the character. But then again, they ain't saying much, so I wouldn't be surprised if they did. But if they didn't, you know, I would understand as long as they as long as they make the storyline or the way he went, as long as they make it good, I, I would be okay with that. But I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how. They're going to, you know, continue off from, you know, part one. Um, yeah. I ain't gonna hold that trailer though, boy. That trailer, boy. I, without showing much, without saying much, something about that music, but that shit was emotional. <laughs> I felt, I felt the purple glowing through me. I was like, <laughs> is it me? <laughs> Might have chosen one. <laughs> that was a good ass trailer. Wrapped. I, I was about to be the next Black Planet. I said Black Planet. <laughs> <laughs> no nah, man but I'm looking forward to it man uh, go see it in theaters I ain't seen it in theaters in a minute but I'm gonna go to theaters for this one yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing how um, all the characters come back how they tie it in like is it from the last one and from right. the Avengers um, I'm looking to definitely see um, the costumes and things like that because the costumes and stuff were really dope in the first one Right, but I'm more interested on the storyline. Like, yep. it seems like there's going to be focus, a lot of focus around the sister more. But to your point, like, we don't really know how they're gonna do his character. Um, yeah, that's just the but, trailer. They can that's just the trailer. That should go totally left when it comes out. You know what I'm saying? That, that's true. But, but I do think it's going to be a lot of focus on the sister, though. Right, right. So. And then on top of that, bro, Marvel is on some. They on some. Keeping it black, bro, because they bringing back the Blade movie. Blade 2 is about to drop. No official date yet, but Blade 2 is about to drop. And Wesley Snipes will not be acting as Blade. Thank God. <laughs> Hold on. So you saying Blade 2 is going to come out. You do know yeah. there are already three Blade movies out, right? That was on count. <laughs> were, they about, were they about Marvel? 
Because I ain't seen none of them but Blade 1, nigga. Which one is these? This must have been Tyler Perry. No, Blade. They, they were all Marvel. Like, it's one, there's a, I don't know the title of my heart, but no, nah, they're all official, all Wesley. Oh, yeah, the little one straight to the bootleg. I ain't seen that. I only seen the one. Are you so, serious? I only promise you, bro. No, no bullshit. I only seen I, the first one. So that means the other two went. I promise you. Open your phone, look it up. I, nah, I believe. <laughs> shit was, that shit wasn't blade, it was rollerblades. <laughs> that shit ain't, ain't crossed my radar at all. But the new blade, the real blade that's coming out, the one with, with real money behind it, <laughs> uh, they got a new actor. He's not a new actor, but they got a new person playing Blade, which is not Wesley. I was just talking to my son about Blade One. Do you remember Blade One? Vaguely, mostly. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to watch it back again. I ain't watching other ones though, but I'm gonna watch it back again just to kind of get it. One of the, one of the fun facts about Blade is I don't know if you knew, but Blade being successful was the jump starter to the Marvel world. Now that I believe. Yeah, I so believe that. before any of these other fucking Marvels, if Blade didn't do what it did, it would have never set the the foundation that it did to have this Marvel universe. Not saying it wouldn't have eventually became what it became, but the, the success in the box office for Blade gave them what they needed to start the whole Marvel universe, basically. And here we are today. And here they are, quadruple billionaires <laughs> as far as, you know, that type of franchise goes. So, well, shit. I, you know, Shout out to Blade. Shout out to Wesley Snipes for that. I would hope he got some type of royalty for that shit. You know what I'm saying? But I highly doubt it. But moving along, some other shit we seen on the internet. Uh, your boy R. Kelly was sentenced to 30 years in prison for his sex traffic case. And he's also currently going through another case that's still going on right now where he can get charged some more. They about to put that man under the jail. Down it's low. All said and done. That nigga finna be down low. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I bet you in jail. He tired of reenacting that that uh that scene. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas in jail taking turns trying to be Mr. Biggs. <laughs> it's my turn. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. He he keeping him he keeping him off him though, cause he reenacting that whole little opera shit he was doing. The trap the whole oh, trap man. in the closet. <laughs> So y'all trying to tell him, what, what, first of all, what, what prison he in? Because I would not want to go up against that prison in the talent show. <laughs> <laughs> I think I right, got them in there doing five, six, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> <laughs> this would be the part where we insert the trap in the closet music. My favorite part of that whole traffic closet was, and it was like, oh my God, a rubber. <laughs> R. Kelly really had our goofy asses watching this nigga reenact some shit in the closet. Bro. God. That shit damn. went like chapter like 20 or some shit like that. That shit went for a good minute, bro. That nigga, man. <laughs> so much to say about that. You had to break that down one day. That nigga really made a fucking movie opera. The opera, bro. About being trapped in the closet, bro. That is hilarious. I was but good. Yeah. I was good from chapter one to five. I was good. After five, I was like, all right, bro, this, enough is enough here. Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, bro, like, oh, my God. The police officer, I mean, it's just. Not a um, midget. <laughs> oh, yeah, the midget, bro. 
That shit had 22, bro. <laughs> <laughs> This nigga really song a song People Through the Blinds of a Closet. <laughs> oh man. That nigga took coming that nigga took come out the closet to a whole new whole new level, boy. Oh man, but on some serious shit though, man. He gonna go to jail for that disgusting shit he did, man. And you know, the girl from the original tape, you know, obviously she's grown now. They made her testify, man. She said they was doing it like crazy. That is just sickening how they nasty, bro. How they made her describe like this whole thing, whatever. Like, man, like he definitely traumatizing that poor woman. Yeah, he definitely a monster for that shit, bro. You know, and I still feel like everybody who's involved should be going down with him. I feel like the parents who receive money, they need to be looking into their bank statements and seeing what they got because he definitely was paying them to shut up or paying them for her services. Uh, I feel like all his, his entourage now, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I think, I think they all everybody should go down. Indicted. Everybody indicted. Right, because that was a drug organization. Everybody would have been going down with him, but oh, since it's not, for sure. Right, exactly. You think this is this is ridiculous, but you know, just just current trial going. They probably would add another thirty on it, so you probably will get sixty five to life when it's all said and done, bro. There's no way in hell he getting out of that. If he somehow get out of this boy, I don't know. I, w- I will say this. I look at it like <clears throat> Robert Kelly is a monster. R. Kelly is an artist. You know what I'm saying? So separate the two in that, in that way. Cause that you gotta be honest, bro, that the nigga talented, he's made multiple hit records. Some of them, we still even love to this day, but it's like, we can't really play it. Cause we like, can't play, can't play it out loud. <laughs> Cause you don't want to support the nigga and shit. But that's why I'm like, R. R. Kelly and Robert Kelly, two different people. Now bringing this whole conversation up about this does bring me back to the, uh, to the question. That people was talking about a couple of weeks ago, which was who's the better vocalist, Usher or R. Kelly? I mean, all bullshit aside, bro, you gotta be a talented ass nigga with no matter how much of a monster you are being painted, niggas is still finding a way to say, nigga music. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, nigga said, look, man, this nigga's a monster, but this nigga said, R. Kelly, that's a whole other person right there. <laughs> it's a, it is, bro. It's a whole other person. Come on, keep those it thoughts. Was brought to you by Quinn, <laughs> bro. Come on, everybody know you. You could think about a good five tracks off the top of your hand that if they played that shit, uh, R. Kelly joint, they played that shit, nigga, you'll be ready to get a dance, sing the song, or something. You know it. I ain't gonna hold you. If I wish, come on. There's nothing you can tell me. <laughs> what I'm dun, talking dun. about. Dun, dun. I wish I let me chill, man. <laughs> Roll up to the hood, stop by to say what's up. I'll let you know your baby boy ain't doing so tough. I think that hood niggas anthem right there, bro. I'm telling you, that should have played at all the game bangers funerals. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, seriously though, who, who do you feel is a better vocalist? 
R. Kelly or Usher? Well, I'm sipping on this head of safe. I mean, realistically, you I would say Usher for the simple fact that he can take his voice tone into different levels of singing. R. Kelly can sing and R. Kelly has like obviously he can write he write hits, he can yeah. make songs, he can do all that. But singing, he has a set tone singing. He has a I'll call it a natural voice. Like he has a church voice. Like he can right. sing. You know, I've seen him in the middle of a basketball game just start blowing singing or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like he has a voice where it's like, you know, versus Usher. Usher can sing with different melodies and octunes and you know what I'm saying? He got the the high pitch, the low pitch. You know what I'm saying? Like he's more versatile in his ability to to carry his tone versus R. Kelly. R. Kelly going how he music make you and you know, he gonna get you all the hits and you know, all the songs and all the song concepts, but Usher has more of a range of singing ability in my opinion. What you think? Because I ain't never heard R. Kelly go <laughs> What the fuck is this? I ain't gonna do y'all like that. I ain't gonna hold y'all <laughs> Somebody sign me, boy. Matter of fact, yeah, but it's on auto tune. <laughs> right, so look, I, it's kind of hard to disagree with what you what you just said. I think if it was more like a versus thing and they were going hit for hits, I'm giving it to R. Kelly. R. R. Kelly got a lot of hits. Not as many hits as he about to get in prison. I mean, <laughs> you know. <laughs> all right, man. But, move along for you. Think we are Kelly Cabin. Sorry, well, <laughs> Otherwise, I'm gonna put a picture of you with the uh, the Pied Piper outfit on, <laughs> with, the, with the little bandana. Matter of fact, he still went to jail for that. <laughs> this nigga look like the gay uh, Robin Hood. <laughs> nigga, <laughs> that nigga really went a while, went around for a few years, nigga wearing a bandana around his eyes, nigga in a cape, and no one, no one thought that was strange. <laughs> he even bedazzled it up when he was in the video with Nick Cannon and nigga let it slide. Boy, R. Kelly told us a long time ago he lost his mind. <laughs> Wasn't nobody listening to him. Ever huh? <laughs> since Mr. Big whooped his ass, he ain't been the same. He ain't been the same. <laughs> What's up, man? What, what else is on uh, Beyonce's internet? So, Will Smith released an apology video to Chris Rock. And 42 days later <laughs> but he did it we ain't got a chance to talk about it granted yes all after the aftermath everything kind of calmed down then you know he want to send out the apology my question to you is is the apology genuine no nigga took five whole months well really three and a half months to say i'm sorry <laughs> now unless you showed us some screenshots of you texting that nigga the night after or the next night or let us see like you left a nigga a voicemail too then I would kind of get it but it don't take three and a half four months to apologize for slapping a nigga I mean if you felt he deserved it then he deserved it uh, maybe I apologize for the timing of it right. if you deserved him if you feel like he deserved him handle at that moment then you should stand on that bro and I feel like he really believed Chris Rock deserved it. So I don't think you should apologize. I think you should stand on your shit, do what you do. You know, even though I don't agree and I think it was bullshit and I think if it was anybody else, they wouldn't have happened, but you did it. nigga, And you had a legitimate reason. You was defending your wife. You was tired of being bullied and, and laughed at and you wanted to defend yourself. So stand on that nigga. Admit that you fucked up, but don't come on here with this fuck. Man, man nigga, you just want an Oscar for acting. 
that apology was acting because if I was really truly sorry, nigga, I would have posted that video. I would have been sitting in my car or I would have been, you know what I'm saying? On my bed or couch or some shit. Nigga, you got a whole background set up. You got a whole, you got your little water, you know what I'm saying? Ad going on. You wearing your, your promo hat. Like, bro, that is a whole fucking marketing scheme, bro. He wasn't truly sorry, bro. Not only was it too late, but it wasn't even genuine, in my opinion. <laughs> it, was one, it was one of those things where it's like, okay, shit kind of died down to to a good limit. You know, some of he, he's figuring out if some of his deals were still on the table or not. You know, enough of them seem to be on the table where it's like, all right, not too much damage done. Let me go ahead and send this. And they all movie. probably was like, well, well, William, Willie, hey, it's us, Sony. Come on, man. Just, just apologize, man. Who cares if you don't mean it, man? Just apologize so we can get this goddamn movie out. Hancock 3 is on his way. <laughs> <laughs> I am Legend's nephew is on the way with Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Bad Boys 4, 5, and 6. Nigga, like, come on, bro. That was a, you got told to apologize, man. You got too many checks on the fucking table to, to not apologize. Sincere or not, money talks, nigga. So, I don't know. It, it was bullshit, bro. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Chris Rock didn't respond to that, right? Chris Rock said, I'm going to respond when I'm ready. I'm still waiting on that. So I'll give two shits about Chris Rock. A little, little funky little apology. <laughs> like, I hope Chris Rock sue. <laughs> get his money and then go get a fucking comedy special with Netflix and get a Timon money and then drop some merch of shit with his face on and get some more money. Nigga. Like, fuck it, nigga. I, you clearly ain't going to fight a nigga back. So might as well capitalize and get the money for it. But the biggest question is, uh, where, where was little Big Head at? Where Peanut Head at? Why she wasn't next to you, consoling you, nigga, while you was apologizing? Because she's half the reason why you are apologizing, because he acting on, on behalf of defending you. The least you could have done was be there next to the nigga. Bitch, bring a little red table over here while he apologized. What the fuck? Like, this nigga over here losing his career and losing his, his good boy image because he protecting you, which, again, is what you're supposed to do. But God damn it, if I'm going to do all of this and sacrifice some shit, you can at least be next to me rubbing my arm, patting my back or something. You know what I'm saying? She wasn't even at the facility, nigga. Like, that's how cold it is. And she came out with her own apology, you know, way before his. Like, hers is actually faster than Will's. That's a damn shame. Y'all couldn't do this together. Y'all are the reason why this happened. Like, I'm honoring you, defending you. The least you can do is hold my hand, pat my back, you know what I'm saying? But you can act, come act with me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I gotta go out here in front of all these people and apologize by myself. I was fine laughing at the joke until I look at your big head ass now, look. And you know where to be found. See? I can't wait for them to get a divorce. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's move on. So, But did he did he leave a uh, apology video after he slapped August Alcina? Nope. Moving on. <laughs> This nigga, man. So, look, on another serious note, Eric Holder was found guilty on first-degree murder. He will be sentenced in September. My question to you is, what you think his sentence going to look like? If they can't use that uh, insanity bullshit or whatever, which the more I think about it, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but the more I think about it, bro, I feel like this, that wasn't, I don't know, I don't feel like it, was, it wasn't all him. Because he was smart enough to commit a crime and go straight to a fucking mental hospital knowing that he can't really be arrested at that moment. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was strategic, bro. Like, that wasn't some random spur-of-the-moment shit, bro. Like, I feel like that was premeditated. 
So the fact that it was premeditated, because you was coherent enough to not only go up to the nigga, say what you say, leave, come back, and shoot the nigga, kick the nigga, and then be smart enough to go to a mental facility like you had this planned out. And if that's looked at from a juror standpoint, that's premeditated. You know what I'm saying? And so with that being said, if they managed to block out that mental shit, they're trying to put and say it was premeditated. You know what I'm saying? Then he, he, he looking at about 50, 50 to life, even though he won't last that long. I was about to say, he won't make it that long at all. If, if he get put in general pop, then he ain't gonna last that long at all. But. You know, no I one ever he forgets. He he could be in the hole for ten years. Even when he get out, people don't forget. I'm sure it's a bounty on his head. You know what I'm oh. saying? I'm sure it's something. You know what I mean? Like it's not gonna go unnoticed because you you really fucked up a lot. You know what I mean? And not only that, bro. Like Nipsey might have been from sixties, bro, but that that man affected a lot of niggas from other hoods too. You know what I'm saying? You got niggas from hoods that don't get along with them. That was like fucked up about that bro like you took somebody prominent away from 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 the from LA you know what I'm saying so it ain't even just them it's a lot of people he he you know what I'm saying he he fucked over by doing that so ain't gonna, ain't gonna tell them where it's gonna come from but you know it's gonna happen you know unfortunately so the good thing is you know he will be sentenced but you know we gotta wait and see you know to see if he really gets some real time, you know what I mean? So Yeah. Rest in peace, Nip. Yeah, R.I.P. to the great Nipsey Hustle. <clears throat> this situation here is another crazy one. Um that crazy ass crash that happened in LA a couple of weeks ago. Um oh my God. check that killed six people. Video Bruh. that video was flying through social media super quick once it got released. Shh. Man, and I, I'm not gonna lie, bro. I probably watched it like two or three times. And I'm just like, yo, what would possess somebody? That at the time, we didn't really know what was going on, but I'm like, what would possess somebody to go flying through an intersection like that? That's like, I, at first, I'm not gonna lie. I thought <laughs> like the person was like running from somebody. Like the cops are trying to outrun. You know, what I'm saying like, I knew it was something because it wasn't no breaking, it wasn't no swerving, it was like just piled through. So I'm like. First thing I saw when I saw the video was it instantly put me in a predicament to where, what if that was, you know what I'm saying? You in a car and you just look left and then look right and boom, you know what I mean? And, and the crazy part about it is the bitch survived, bro. I thought people was like capping, all right, just making some some shit up. I'm like, no, yeah, yeah. nobody survived that shit. Right. That shit went into flames immediately. You know what I'm saying? But, but somehow she survived, so, bro. She was going so fast. Like, she, like, blew right through all that shit. Like, the flames, the explosion, everything. Right, man. Rest in peace, man. It was a family that, I think the initial impact car was a family of um a few. The lady was on her way to a doctor's appointment with her man and a kid in the back. So, they had a little kid. And she was pregnant. Like, I think she was eight and a half months pregnant or whatever. So, they passed, and then it was two other people in a different car that also passed, so a total of six. That's just sad as fuck, bro. Um, of course, there's all these speculations on why and what happened, and, you know, I don't know what to believe, but, you know, when that shit come out, it's, it, no, it's not going to justify nothing, but when it comes out, bro, it's going to be, it's going to be sad to see, man. That shit, crazy, bro. Crazy. You know, they said, you know, some people, some random shit they interviewed said, oh, she was mad at her boyfriend and she was drinking and she, you know, 
was just mad and just left the house like that. You know what I mean? And someone else said she had a seizure. That's why she couldn't stop. There's all types of speculations going on right now. Um, one of the crazy things is they said, they said her dumbass had 13 previous crashes already. Damn. How the fuck is your license still valid with 13 crashes? I don't give a fuck if they were small or medium, whatever, like 13. You are a hazard to the road. Like, if that's true, bro, that's crazy. That means you shouldn't be behind the wheel regardless. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. What to, like say, I said, say her license was valid. You know, that's just true too. She was a a traveling nurse from Houston, so her shit probably was suspended or some shit over there in Houston. Who knows? You know what I mean? I think once he gets closer to the trial, we're gonna find out a lot more, and you know, it's going. You know, the lawyer already trying to play the mental card on her too, which is I'm so sick of that. That's the go to. Yeah, people taking advantage of that shit, bro. But we shall see, man. But again, rest in peace to those people. Rest in peace to every last one. Uh, lastly, on the on the sad news tip, but it, this is somewhat good news. You know, the feds they will be charging for the people that was involved in the Breonna Taylor case, um, including the lady who initiated the fake warrant or whatever or who set it up whatever she's going to be getting arrested as well as uh three other people that was involved in the raid so first step to getting her some real justice you know what i mean obviously um the people in her town they da they didn't want to prosecute those guys so the feds had to step in so you know with that being said we may finally get justice you know for her you know so rest in peace to her Salute to her dude, man, you know, being a solid man, trying to protect her. You know, he was able to get his charges, you know, removed um, and was released, good. you know. So but hopefully we can get them to to really serve some time and hold these fucking cops accountable so we can, you know, maybe put a stop to some of these nonsense uh, killings that they, they've been doing lately. And, you know, of course, uh, those three punk-ass white men from the Ahmaud Arbery case was also charged by the feds. They stepped in and the son and the father both got life without parole. And then the guy who recorded the whole thing got 35 years. So, so that's on top of what they got from the state. You know what I mean? So them punks are going to be riding in jail if they don't get their justice in jail. So that's good that, you know, the feds did step in and decided to give these motherfuckers what they deserve. And if I'm not mistaken, that, Punk Derek was named Derek from the George Floyd. I think he got charged too, um, by the feds as well. So small little victories, man. You know, but again, rest in peace to those people, man. Brianna Taylor and Ahmaud Aubrey and George Floyd. You know, it's just crazy, man. But man, it's just crazy. Rest in peace. I'll say this: just, I'm glad that they finally are taking some action with that and like putting it out there tell these people like yo y'all can't just come come out here and do whatever the hell y'all want to us talk to us however the hell you want like there will be some consequences and now that's being shown granted it ain't happening fast enough but at least it's happening yeah while we on the subject of 30 cops i know it's not on a docket but did you see that fucking uh thing about the torrance police department nah what thing bro the torrance police they i don't know how but it was an investigation of the torrance police department they found text messages from a, a few police officers, you know, talking about, you know, killing blacks, pissing on, you know, black kids and um, racial 
slurs, you know, homophobic slurs. They was basically just reckless in their text messages. You know what I'm saying? I think, you know, um, one of the statements was made. I'm not sure how accurate it is, but one of the statements was saying uh, one cop admitted to that they want to shoot for the organs. You know what I mean? Because they don't want the person to survive or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, they was on that type of time in those text messages <laughs> and they got investigated and, uh, of course, those police officers put on administrative leave or whatever, which just basically mean to pay vacation. But they it raised a red flag to, you know, um, a lot of people in L.A. You know, if you live in L.A., you know how Torrance police are. Like, they, bro, I used to work at Lamita. So trying to get through Torrance used to be. I used to go the long way sometimes, bro. Certain days of the week, I'd be like, nah, I'm going to just hop on the 110 and just go all the way around Harbor City and then come up that way because... Going through, you know, Torrance, that it was, you're bound to get pulled over. You're bound you know what I'm to get pulled over. Like, bro, I think 95% of my tickets during that era was because of Torrance. You know what I'm saying? Even right to get tickets all the time from, and it was never nothing I did. It was just wrong place, wrong time, whether it be because of the tent, even when the windows was down, music, you know what I mean? Just whatever, bro. Like, I got pulled over 8 o'clock in the morning one time. You know what I mean? I'm heading to work. Like, there's nothing I could have done yet. You know? <laughs> Just, I got stories. A lot of people that was in the comments was all people I'm familiar with from the neighborhood and from where we grew up at that was like, y'all just not knowing about this? Like, Torrance been this way. So, maybe just uh, shed some light and get some things changed over there. But, boy, those motherfuckers is, whew. Man, yeah, I know, I know. I'd have been handcuffed and put in the back of a car, and all kind of shit, fucking with Torrance. That's Bruh, that's he's oh my god, bro. I was going to, I used to go to Elko for a hot second, but I remember I was actually going to work one morning, and I was catching the bus, and I used to get off off. What was it the one twenty six that you get on? Right there by Yukon and shit. You get on that and then it take you over there and drop you off on like Manhattan Boulevard, which is like right across the street from uh from Elko. And I got off the bus and I'm with the same people I'm on the bus with every morning. You know what I'm saying? This is the time. I don't forget. I think I didn't have a car at the time where my shit had broke down. Yeah. And um I'm on the same bus with the same people I see every morning. So we get off the bus, bro, we cross the street. We literally at the next bus stop, because now I'm on the Crenshaw bus stop waiting to get that either that Torrance number two or that 210 or whatever it's going to take me the rest of the way and uh, I remember niggas, not even like standing there five seconds bro the cops just bun rushed me from like every angle and I was kind of caught off guard to where the people that was with me was like instantly what did he do like he was with us we got off the bus together they like you know handcuffed me and all this and that they like where you coming from and I'm telling them like I'm Fresh off the bus, like I got a transfer right here in my hand. Like I just crossed the street. Old white folks, people that go to Elko, all right there with me. Like yo, he was just with us. Like he didn't do nothing. Um, I guess somebody had stole something from like the the store or whatever at the, on campus, and he had a do rag on. And I just so happened to have a do rag on, so they was like ready to take me in and all that. And people really fighting like, nah, he just was on the bus. Like there's no way bus still right there. They like go ask the bus driver, like all that shit, bro. They fucked up because the, one of the school campus police brought the girl over who was working the store. They brought her too close to me. So she saw my face and she was like, that's not him. And the cop was like, get her away from here. Like they was going to just, 
take me basically. You know what I'm saying? But since the girl was literally verbally can be heard saying that it wasn't me, like that, not even the same guy, like they had to let me go. I felt all stupid and shit, tried to offer to take me to work and shit because I was, I missed the bus. You know what I'm saying? Like I was going to be late to work or whatever. He offered to take me to work and all that. I'm like, man, hell no. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm good, bro. Uh, so first she was um, trying to put me in the car. And ain't trying to put me in the front seat. seat. I'm like, nah, <laughs> I'm, I'm good. good. I'm cool, bro. I just called up at the time. You know, this is before um, Adrena. So I called up the other boss and he came and got me or whatever. But yeah, bro, that shit, bro. They were going to fucking, they, that could have been so bad, bro. But that girl, that dude pulled up on me, like right up on the sidewalk with her in a little golf cart. And she was like, oh, that's not him. That's not the guy. And they had to let me go, bro. And they was not about to let me go. I'm talking about guns drawn and everything, bro. From stealing out the goddamn student store. Like, <laughs> like I don't know what the dude stole, but nigga, they don't require you to have guns out. But that's how they got down, bro. Like, that shit was traumatizing. Like, that shit fucked me up. I was nervous as a motherfucker because you don't know what to do. Like, I ain't even, you know, 7 o'clock in the morning, bro. Like, you know, I ain't even fully up yet. <laughs> and I'm about to get drawn on. Like, yeah, that, that fucked me up. So, fuck, fuck them, bro, because they terrible. You know, the I'm sure everybody shit. got a story about them. You know the crazy shit about, about your story that I hear from a lot of people's stories at some point in some shape, form, or fashion? The, the the imagine the are uh, out of the amount of times you've actually had a gun pulled on you, rather by the cops or rather by you know saying nigga on the street or something like that. Like really think about the amount of times you've actually had a gun drawn on. It's been more with the police than niggas. I could say I ha- I've had my fair share of both. It may have been more with the police, but I mean I've been around a bunch of niggas with guns. I can't. Like I've been, I've been at, I was just like a house party once when I was like right next to a nigga who started busting. You know what I mean? And I didn't realize it because I was focused because it was a dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The house party had a pit bull locked up in the house and I was terrified of that pit bull and then when the shit broke out and niggas started busting, everybody was running so they opened the door and my whole focus was where the dog at? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this pit bull get out. The whole time, dude right next to me letting off. I don't give a fuck about none of that. <laughs> With that pit bull, like <laughs> that motherfucker catch me, it's a wrap. Like, I'm taking the gun from you. But yeah, so I only, I only have my hair fair share of, of, of like getting put on or being next to somebody or being, you know, in the vicinity of a gun from our own. But I've been definitely drawn on by police way more. You know what I'm saying? And you know, my black and poly used to be that was, it was like a magnet to get pulled over. You know what I mean? So. But yeah, we could be here all day talking about stories. Well, yeah. That's <laughs> Man, let's take a moment and let uh, Anchor tell us how we got this $11. I know what it is. It's that time of the show. We got to get y'all what y'all ask for, which is the Q&A. Still got tons of questions. Even when we was out, <laughs> more questions came in. So shit, we got enough questions to, to last us a few episodes. You know what I'm saying? But we kind of took the first one off the top and, uh, you know, we're going to just kind of get y'all, you know, which I want. So let's get right into it. Uh, first question. This is from the homegirl. She said, why do most women refuse to pay attention to their man? Nigga, I don't know. You the woman. <laughs> she be telling us shit. <laughs> You know, so my question to y'all is why y'all waiting until y'all see other women paying attention to us to start giving us attention? How about that, huh? 
Yeah, it's quiet over there, huh? Ain't nobody here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but, but but this would actually be a good question to debate if we did have like a a, a woman on the on the pod or whatever, and able to kind of give more details yeah, into that because I look at it like maybe that could be due to complacency, like being very complacent in your relationship with the person that you with. So then you start to not pay them any attention and that could go to it either way. Men or uh, women, but it just so becomes complacency in my, so are we saying they're man as in their man, boyfriend, husband or whatever, or are we saying just men in general? Well, how do you think the the question was sent to us? Was it, it said there, you know what I mean? They're a man. Oh, so I'm okay. a they're a man. So why do most women refuse to pay attention? And refuse is a big word because it's like you refuse to pay a man attention. Maybe you are no longer seeing him in the in the, the, the light that you once had a man, either because you saw something else you want, or maybe because he let himself go. Maybe he ain't the same person he once was. There'd be a lot of reasons why women refuse to pay men attention. Um, so I would have to chalk it up to maybe his change in behavior or his change in his appearance, you know? And like you said, maybe she just, I've been with this person for so long now that, you know, you, you're not paying the attention like you used to. Like you, you acknowledge him, but you're not paying him the attention that, you know, you used to when it, Little things like, you know, you know how women are touchy touchy, rubbing on your back, touching your leg, you know. Yeah. For you to compliment her, looking for things, you know, maybe that fell off because of the, the length of the relationship, or maybe y'all just not rocking and vibing like y'all once were, you know what I mean? So for a woman to refuse to pay attention to her man, she's probably over him if we want to use the word refuse. You know what I'm saying? So then if a woman gets to a point where it's like, okay, I refuse to pay this nigga some attention. Then get the fuck on there. Like, why, why right. stick around in a relationship? Right. Makes sense to me. Yeah. But, but why do you think women wait to see other women pay men attention before they give him attention? Because, uh, how can I put this? It's, if a woman is with a guy and she's not paying him any attention or, you know, whatever, the lack of attention is very slim to none. And then she starts to notice other women paying attention. It's it's like that territorial shit. Like, well, hold on. Like, you can't pay attention to him, or he. I don't want him like talking to you or anything like that. He belongs to me. But if the nigga really belongs to you, then why the fuck are you not giving him the attention? If you were giving right. him the attention that he deserved, he wouldn't be able to see all these other women paying him attention because his focus would be on you because your focus is on him. Right. It's you know that whole saying they think they. The grass is greener on the other side. So while you over here looking over the gate to at this other grass that's green, when in reality is actually turf, somebody else is about to come over here and water your grass. You better pay attention. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I just feel like sometimes women need a reminder. You know, men too. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just need a reminder that what you got is right in front of you. You know, because everybody think there's something else out there for them and they have to be reminded because while you're thinking what you have ain't what it used to be or what it is, then boom, somebody's going to remind you like, yeah, right, you turn your back again. That nigga minds, you know, so then it's like a reality check for him. Like, okay, you know, it, my man still has attraction. Same thing with guys or whatever. Like if your girl ain't getting no attention, you know, <laughs> that might throw you off a little bit. So I don't know. It's just, a, I don't know. It's psychological <laughs> for people. It's like, you know, what you have ain't 
the same until somebody else wanted. I guess you know what I mean. Like it's it's, it's weird. But like you thing. always like you always say though, I would love to hear a woman's uh point from this. Like why you ain't panthers to your man? Like what will stop you from uh looking at your man? So tap in the DM, tap in the comments. Let us know, ladies. Why would you stop paying attention to your man? Like what is it? <laughs> All right. Well, here's another question. This gotta be a hood person. Yeah. Is it <laughs> is it cool for a man to call his girl a bitch even if she doesn't have a problem with it? All right, I'm gonna answer this like this: If calling your girl a bitch, and even if she's cool with it, to me, it's you don't show respect for her when you're doing that at all. Like even if it's not even in a playful manner, not even you know what I'm saying. In a manner where it's just like, oh, I said that to get your attention, or oh, I said that to get you mad. Like in any, in no way, shape, or fashion, to me, is it cool? Does it happen all the time? Have I witnessed it? Yeah, and I leave it at that. It's none of my business. If the, if those two people making the decision to use that word with one another and then they're okay with it, rather in private or in public, that's their business. I don't particularly right. like it. I don't call my wife that. So, and that's just where I stand. But I don't judge other people if that's that's what they want to do. Yeah, I don't think it's cool, but I feel like if it's behind closed doors and that's what y'all do beyond amongst them yourselves, that's that's cool. But I feel like once we leave the house, we should be looked at by others in a different light. So me calling you a bitch in public, you're giving others the the, the open invitation to call your girl a bitch. And then you're going to have the audacity to be offended like... Nigga, did you call my girl a bitch? Like, yeah, nigga, you did too. You know what I mean? So I feel like, you know, if that's something y'all do, that should be in, in amongst yourselves. Once you're outside, you should always put on this perception of others. You know, carry yourself with respect. You know what I mean? So that way you can be treated with respect. You know what I mean? You out here talking reckless to your girl, whether it's in a good, playful manner, it's just going to give anyone else the okay to do it as well. So me personally, it's your business, but, you know, it, it opens up a gate to getting your woman disrespected by other people as well. So I will say, no, it's not, you know, even if she is cool with it. I give you an example, right? Like, so two, two people, two couples, male, female, right? And the girl's okay with her man calling her a bitch. So this, so now he's calling her a bitch to her around people. And he strongly with his boys, right? Up to a point where he's like, oh yeah, my bitch, this, my bitch, that, blah, blah, blah. His boys here. So next time, you know, they hang it or something like that, say his girl get out of pocket or some kind of way, or they arguing and the boy feel then his homie feels like, Oh, I can call her a bitch. All right, bitch, calm down. It's like, yo, nigga, why the fuck is you calling her a bitch? Well, nigga, you call her a bitch all the time. I figure, you know what I'm saying? If if you could do it, I could do it or some shit like that, right? Then that becomes a whole nother level. People got to pay attention to what they do out, out in the public and how it is perceived. Or you could be calling your wife a bitch and you got a young son, you know, and then next thing you know, he's going around saying bitch to his mom because he sees daddy do it. Pay attention to that type of shit, niggas. Yeah. All I'm saying. <laughs> well, there y'all have it, hood boogers. <laughs> <laughs> Come up with a fucking nickname or something, snookerdoodles or... You know what I'm saying? My little yeah yeah or something or whatever, but oh yeah, girl. Don't even sound, don't even sound uh cool to, like just my, my bitch. Come here, bitch. Like nigga, who is you? I reincarnated, like come up with a nickname or something, man. 
Like, Yo, you yeah, remember but, that one shit that was on Twitter for a while or whatever where old boy uh, was pleading and shit to his girl calling used to be my cinnamon apple or some shit? You remember oh, yeah. that? Yeah, I remember that. Kevin Hart you know, yeah. made fun of it. <laughs> yeah, the good old days when women was called cinnamon apple and, and sweetie pie. <laughs> I, I do feel like some niggas see them type of niggas like that. And like, oh, this nigga, you got clown for calling your girl something sweet or dear to you. You got clown. You got, you know what I'm saying, drug and slandered and shit. So some of these niggas is like, well, I'm not finna call my girl nothing sweet. Like, I'm gonna call her a bitch because that <laughs> won't get me slandered. <laughs> Boy, the things y'all do <laughs> for validation. Terrible. Hey, I'm just right, funny. Man, I, I be hearing young niggas talk, man, so that's all I'm saying. I, I know how these niggas think. Move on. That's terrible. Another conversation. <laughs> All right, but here's a good one. Should exes be unfollowed on social media after a breakup? I'm gonna let you Why? answer because I don't, I don't know the exes. Why? Why? Why does that matter? And like that that would be my but rebuttal question to that. Like, why would it matter if if I'm no longer with this chick? And what's the whole reason? What's what? What does me saying? Oh, I'm gonna block you on social media. Or I'm gonna unfollow you. Like it doesn't matter. My focus ain't ain't about that. My worries ain't ain't over there. Like I got my new girl. That's who I'm focused on. So even so, me scrolling on a regular Saturday morning, just waking up, I'm on the toilet and I see my ex picture go by. I'm just gonna keep scrolling. Like fuck, I don't care. It's just another picture. It's a bunch of. Uh, accounts and shit I follow I just scroll past a lot of that shit yeah like, but you don't have no ties or other pictures though me personally I ain't gonna block them or nothing like that but I don't need to follow you no more you know what I'm saying even if we broke up on good terms or whatever or if we broke up on negative terms like once you're done I don't need no nothing you know what I mean because whether I'm over you completely or not right. it's just it's no real reason for me to to keep you in my memory rotation, because like you say, on a regular Saturday morning, I'm scrolling through my phone. I see my ex. Why? Like you're my ex. You, we should have no more ties. Like, I don't want to see you. You shouldn't want to see me. Right. I don't have to be on no animosity or nothing like that, but it just feel like, I just feel like if I got a bag full of dirty clothes or clothes that I, I can no longer wear, or I no longer want to wear and I plan on giving it away. Once I give it away, I'm not going to keep going back to look at the old clothes I gave away. Like, it has no purpose for me no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, once I I throw it away, it's it's, it's done. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, uh, not everybody, but some people still might have feelings for that person, too. You may not be with them no more, but are you really not with them because of not you per se, but are you really not with that person no more because of your decision or theirs? Because if they broke up with you and you're still following that, you probably still want something, you know, from that too. You know what I mean? So it really depends, but I don't, I I don't think it's a situation though. Cause for me, I'm like, if it's, if we broken up and, and done and over, like, I don't, I'm not giving you that much of a thought where I'm like, oh yeah, let me go to all my social medias and remove you. It's basically what I'm saying. Like, shit, I was saying, I'm not saying don't remove them. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying it's not the first thing in my mind to go, oh, let me run to all my social medias and discount and unfollow this person. We done. If I broke up with you, I'm definitely going to get you off my shit immediately. And if you broke up with me, 
I'm definitely getting you off my shit as well because again, we're done. There's no reason to see anything retained to you. And it don't have to be towards animosity either. It's just the fact that you're no longer. So why, why give you any, you know what I'm saying? If you want to keep following me, that's cool. You're going to see me looking fly. You're going to see me out here doing my thing. You're going to see me with some new ones. You know what I mean? And you know, you're going to see me doing me, but I don't want to say that with you because as tough as everybody may sound, Especially if the breakup is still new, you're, you're going to have a moment where you get touched. You know what I'm saying? Like you're going to see her, she's going to be out at a little brunch spot, and y'all six weeks into y'all breakup, that's still fresh, nigga. You might see her looking good. You might be like, damn, with that nigga in the background. Now you over here, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, that nigga ain't nothing. You know, now you see yourself low key, you know what I'm saying, hating or low key, you know, just saying a little small shit in reality because it's still fresh. Years go by, years go by, it might be a different response, but in that early stages of a breakup, bro, you, you need to get rid of that person as much as possible because if not, you're going to still be linger on and I don't know, I just don't think it's necessary. Like, I feel like you over there, I'm over here, we're done. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to see shit going on with you. And it's bad enough now, some people you may know already know that person, so you're going to already see them due to people you know. That's good enough, I guess, but I don't have no reason to to see any of these examples. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's you can watch me all you want, you know what I'm saying? But it's just for me. I ain't gonna block you, but I'm definitely gonna unfollow you. You know what I'm saying? That's just my opinion. No, fair then enough. You got then you gotta be considerate you gotta also be considerate of your new partner too. Your new partner might feel some type of way about you still following your your, your girl or your dude or whatever because you wanna convince them you're over it because we all know breakups are not just immediate breakups. They're breakups that linger with possibility of getting back together or possibility of still playing around, messing around. So you already moved on. Maybe in the beginning of the breakup, if you still out here single, maybe you don't have to unfollow them. But once you get somebody else, you should consider, you know, doing that just to give them reassurance. You're not trying to get that old thing back. Makes sense. Maybe if you're single still, you can do it. But if you get in a relationship, I think you should. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's just my opinion. But you can watch me all you want because I'm out here doing it. Bitch, I wouldn't be nothing. Look at me. <laughs> oh, man. All right, man. Let's get to the next question. What's another question we got? So this one came about, and I thought it was a really good one. So I picked this one. Does friendship have an expiration date? Yes. Especially if that friendship doesn't have no, um, I don't want to say benefit, but if the friendship don't have no growth, then that friendship should end. And what I mean by growth is you got that one friend or those friends that you grew up with and what y'all used to do when y'all was at that age, they still want to do it at this age and you're not in that space no more. Like, all right, we can still be cordial, but we can no longer be friends because clearly my thought process, my way of moving in life is totally different. That's like the friend with no kids versus the friend with kids. Right. You know what I'm saying? The friend with no kids is wild, doing this thing, blah, blah, blah. And I'm over here with kids. I can't do the same shit as you do no more, bro. You know what I'm saying? We don't, we don't have the same thoughts. Like you out here wilding, doing shit that can put us in danger. And I have something to live for now. You don't. You know what I mean? So naturally, we're going to not really click and hang out as much no more because 
you know, we have two different paths now. You know what I'm saying? So naturally, our friendship would slowly die down because, you know, um, it's not the same no more. You know what I mean? Like we don't we don't relate. And then you got those with those other friends that are fucking bums that they're still on that bullshit. No imply themselves. Don't have no fucking goals. Don't have no fucking you know will to want to improve. And here you are doing everything in your might to be the better you. And they're not like, how can we still be friends, bro? Like, I can have love for you, but the friendship at some point is going to die because you still where you at, bro. And I'm elevating, you know what I'm saying? And if I don't continue to elevate, that means I'm going to be stuck here with you. And that's, that's, that's bad. You know what I mean? So for me, it depends on what type of friend, um, and how they are that determines the expiration date of the friendship. You know what I mean? that make any sense no it makes sense i just i just feel like if if some people are going into friendships with others with the mindset of like not not maintaining that friendship like to have an expiration date i'm like i don't know that's that's weird to me and again i know the question isn't didn't come off that way but i look at it like i know people that will be friends with somebody or befriend somebody you know, for some type of benefit of their own. And then and then and turn around and just completely change on some on somebody. Yeah, that that'd be those people who be having new friends every week, you know what I'm saying? That's you know, that be, you know, buddy buddy. And honestly I think women do that the most, but you know, some guys do that shit too, where they wanna fit in with everybody, fit in with everything and they, you know, calling everybody a friend. For me, uh, friendship is is not just, you know, hanging out and doing things together friendship is built over time like what have we done together you know what i'm saying what have we been through together you know what i'm saying like have you shown loyalty to me in ways that don't benefit you or me like example you know you might have the homie that look out for you when the girlfriend situation goes left and the homie might lie for you or some shit that that's a friendship or when y'all both get arrested or get handcuffed or some shit like y'all both you know plan to keeping it solid not saying nothing or whatever you know just your loyalty comes into play when certain things come about that creates friendship of course the length of years knowing someone also creates friendship but along that time frame the things that y'all go through together the secrets y'all share the, the 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 help that you give each other that that builds friendship and um the older you get you know you Things change too, you know what I mean? And I feel like, like you said, some people may have had a hidden agenda and wanted something from this friendship. And once they got it, they change. Or once they yep. got it, they they start acting different. And I am like, I can't stand people who are friends that do all the taking but don't do no giving. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's fucked up too. So, you know, for me, I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's a, it's not hard at all to end a friendship, really, because I'm at a point now where I only want to be around people that's like-minded. And I'm, I, I already got three boys, so I can't be raising no other kids either. You know what I'm saying? No other men. You know what I mean? So right. if you're not trying to do things, if you're not trying to elevate and grow, you're not trying to better yourself, and all you do is make excuses, all you do is complain, all you do is, you know, uh, blame everyone else, and all you do is have your hand out. Like, bro, I don't give a fuck how long I knew you. Like, at some point, we can no longer be. I might still be cordial. I might still have conversations from time to time. 
But that old kicking it, hanging out, talking every day or texting every day shit is going to die down because I'm seeing that you're not a, a person that I need to be around as I'm on this elevation. Not saying I'm better than nobody, not saying you're no better than me. But if you're not trying to get up and be the better you, you and I don't relate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm okay with having four or five friends. You know what I'm saying? I'm not the nigga that needs 20, 30 people to be friends. You know what I'm saying? We all started with a bunch of friends as we was younger. Yeah. And here we are now with three or four or five. Some people ain't got one friend. Yeah. And that's good because of growth. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Definitely in the sentence with that period of how small that circle is. You know what I'm saying? And, and there's niggas on the outside that used to be friends, but they're, they're associates now. They're, you know, are we cordial or some niggas I don't even speak to no more. And ain't no animosity, no problems. And there's also some niggas that I'm working on not speaking with no more. <clears throat> because one thing you know about me already, I'm an observer. You right. know what I'm saying? I pay attention to shit. And I got to remember me like a fucking horse. So I remember a lot of shit. And there's only so many times you're going to show me some shit before I start putting two and two together. There's only some times you're going to show me some shit where I start really seeing, you know, what you really about. And then when moments come about and you show your true colors, that's it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. friendship do have an expiration date. You know what I mean? Um, it's not a set one, but it could become one. You know what I mean? Like, if that makes sense. Like, I don't say, oh, I'm going to be friends with this nigga until or her until. No, but after time progresses and this person is on level one and you don't went to level 10. Why the fuck do I keep coming down to level one to talk to you? Breach. I should be on level 12 now, but I keep coming down to fucking one. And I'm missing my next two opportunities. You know what I'm saying? Of growth because I'm still trying to keep you around because we're quote unquote friends. Like if you was a friend, you should be on the same wave as me, not the same path, but the same way. We all got our own journey, our own path. But the goal is to be better. And if you're not trying to be better, and I don't give a fuck what it may be, a friendship won't last long, bro. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck. We've been friends five years, 20 years. I got people I'm cool with, you know what I'm saying, I've been friends with for a long time. And uh, you could barely get two words out of me now. And I got people I've barely known for the last two years. Man, I, I, can, I can't not stop talking to them because they water me as a man, pause. You know what I'm saying? Like they're helping my growth. You know what I mean? And right, right. those type of people who I want to be around, someone that is like minded, someone that is uh, you know, goal oriented, someone that's family oriented, and then uh, you know, someone that wants to just, you know, improve. But if you're gonna be that that what's that shit called? That anchor? The anchor in the ocean? Yep. Bro, I don't even like swimming. So why am I even in this water with you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You holding me down. I'm a drown fucking with you. So that's my take on that. Like, all right, my boy on fire tonight. Don't do me like that. It's that liquor talking. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and if anybody take that personal, bro, wear them shoes, tie them shoes tight. You know what I'm saying? Because that shoe definitely might fit some of y'all. Mic drop. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking at the camera right now. Y'all can't see me, but I see y'all. <laughs> I like a uh, Dave Chappelle when he was playing to be Diddy with his mouth open. <laughs> Take that, take that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I, I'm, I, I'm for real. Like, and for me, you know what I mean? I want everybody to be good. I want everybody to be them. I actually get pissed off when people don't want to be better than what they are. Like, and I have to grow up from that. Like, I can't make everybody think like I think I can make everybody do what I want to do. 
but don't come around me complaining about what you want, come around complaining what you don't got, what you can't get, what you don't get. And then when I try to insist you or give you or point you, you just shrug that off like, nah, you want shit handed to you. You know what I mean? Versus being directed. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah man. You know the one trust thing, me. Go ahead. Sorry. You know the one. You know the one thing um, that used to piss me off about some some motherfuckers is like you be boys. You be, you be boys up to the type where your family is my family. You know what I'm saying? To that to that degree, right? And mm-hmm. then one fucking day, motherfucker just changed. Like you said, just out the blue. Just maybe not even out the blue. Like you start noticing little changes about people, how they act, how they respond how they move, uh, the people they interacting with, like some of this time you can see some of that change in, in motherfuckers. Sometimes you don't. It just happens overnight. That'd be envy though, bro. That'd be envy. That'd be part, envy. But the part that bothers me is when your family be like, oh yeah, we're such and such or, you know, where your boy at, man? You know, I ain't seen him in a minute. Like they asking and genuinely caring and want to know how this motherfucker is and you can't even find it in your heart to tell him like I don't even fuck that with boy bro. is that boy's still a boy. <laughs> I'm over here on my man shit, you know what I'm saying? But a lot of that shit be envy, bro, because niggas who fade away like that or niggas who be falling off or be acting funny and shit and you know, they they communicate, be weird and shit. When nothing went wrong, like everything was gorgeous and all of a sudden nigga just started fading away. That's because you growing too fast. You growing too fast. They they you moving fast. And some niggas hate when you move faster than them. Like niggas don't mind niggas growing, but some niggas niggas oh, hold on, you passing me up now. Hold on. And they can't take that. They can't they can't swallow that. So what they do is to keep it in their mind on good terms, they'll just walk away without, you know, it being nothing, thinking that's the way, but not thinking you realizing or you peeped it. But niggas like that. You know, females like that who would just abruptly just disappear or fall back and, you know, stay away and all that shit like that, whatever. They, they're, I don't want to say intimidated, but I would say they're envious of your growth or the envious of, you know, what you're doing. You know what I mean? Because we all start on the same level at some point. And then some of us get up higher than others. And then some of us catch up and then some of us pass. Like a fucking, excuse me it's like a race you know what i'm saying one of us gonna be the lead and the next person gonna take the lead and the next person gonna take the lead and then boom we win you know what i'm saying right. but then some niggas like nah y'all niggas is nah you know what i mean like i can't see this nigga but this nigga passed me nah man i can't do it you know what i mean and and unfortunately that's how it is how a lot of friendships break up that's how a lot of groups break up you know what i mean like you know artists groups get big and one artist get more attention than others and niggas start falling back you know was it temptation they roughing on them shit you know what i mean like some niggas get too bigger than they think they are but when everybody else is on some other shit that person like oh y'all the problem you know so i mean man it, it is what it is bro whoever's around is supposed to be around you know what i mean Facts. that's how i look at it and i don't know i don't see too many uh escalators making u-turns so once i go up <laughs> I'm going up. <laughs> you can come up with me or you can stay down. And that don't mean money and none of that, bro. That, that just means it's all, everything. It's not, it's not a money thing or, 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 or position thing. It's, it's a life thing, bro. Like, you know what I mean? If you ain't elevating to be a better you, then, then what, we can't relate, bro. Cause once I start talking about certain things, it's to some, it's going to sound like bragging. Yeah. And to others, it's going to be motivational. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I'll give myself an example. Like when I got my house, while niggas was congratulating me, what was I doing? Nigga, you next. You next. You know what I'm saying? We about to get this. And you was like, for real, I'm on it. And then some niggas is like, nah, man, I, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was different responses when I said that. Like, yo, bro, I can't wait to be all got houses. I can't wait to be all blah, blah, blah. And a few niggas was like, word. And a few niggas was like, but these Jordans is out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I got to get this. You know what I mean? Like, it, everybody different, bro. So, you know, it, it's so for that person who sent that question is just focus on yourself. <laughs> All right, last one that we got. This was a question um, from a young lady who listened to the pod. Shout out to you. Who wants to remain anonymous. She said, I have an everything. She said, I have an everything wavy podcast question. LOL. She said, this may or may not pertain to me or someone I know personally, which we know that means her. <laughs> if you have been with somebody for five or six years, and now you want out of the relationship, but the person is solely dependent on you. How would you break it off? To give context, you live with the person for four years. The pandemic extended that time frame. LOL. You're invested in their kids, etc. Basically, a fun time turned into a long time. And you tried to break up on multiple occasions, but you always felt sorry. And now you feel stuck. Mm, that's probably the more okay. in-depth question we ever got. <laughs> okay, so, so break, been together. So I lived together for four years. Pandemic extended that to what? What, what we say? Two years? Five. Yeah. So she said basically five to six years. Okay. Now, yeah. Yeah. So about two and eight, two years, year and a half. And the person is depending on them. So how would how how should she break it off? Better to just rip that bandaid off. In 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 most situations, right? Because what it what it seems like if she's tried multiple times then he's resistant to the breaking up and when she she's doing it in small doses of like easing the pain of the release of of separating where well, like, she nah, tries I ripped that bandaid off hey I'm moving out well when she tries that dick get the dick in <laughs> I'm over his ass. So he put that boobop on her ass, dick her down, you know, well, he can stay a little longer. <laughs> like she says she's invested in the kids, you know what I'm saying, caring about them too. So put that into consideration. See, the key thing is she's invested in his kids, meaning they don't have kids together. I, so I that band, so that band aid is not even the same type of band aid because it's harder when you have kids when you're investing in things. You know, this is just she basically a stepmom or you know a step fill in or whatever. You know what I mean? So it's not even her kids, right? This is not this is her space, not his. He's depending on her. So I mean, who got with the band aid off? You know what I mean? Like the band aid. This motherfucker, this, this ain't a band aid. You know what I'm saying? It's a little, a little small, a little scrape. You can just wipe off with a paper towel. Like, you know what I'm saying? Cause clearly he's more in need than you are. So I don't know. I would have to ask her, like, are you hindering him from bettering himself? And what I mean by that is a lot of times, if you notice, if a woman is too busy taking care of her man for him, like buying him clothes, 
letting him ride the car, getting him a car, like not really putting that pressure on him to like, yo, get out here and make better of yourself. So are you hindering him to where he's so dependent on you? Like mm-hmm. that would be my question yeah. to her. He could be a hobosexual. I mean, you know, shit. She said a fun time turned into a long time. <laughs> you knew what you was getting into. Make better choices. Honestly, from what I remember, she was saying that because I asked a couple questions and she was saying like she feel bad at times because he don't have shit. You know what I'm saying? And then I think the kids play a part in her decision too because it's like if this nigga ain't got shit going for himself and she kick him out and you know it's gonna fuck the kids up too but at the time I didn't ask where the fuck they they mama at you know what I'm saying so I don't know but for me I feel like it's it's easier to walk away from it if you don't have no kids with this man he's not on the lease or he's not on the deed or whatever you know what I'm saying like you don't have you don't have no ties to him like yeah, it was it was cool. Granted, the kids, you know, what I'm saying, might you know be a little hurt by it, but I mean, you can still be cordial with them and the kids. But but ultimately, it, you you stand around because you want to stand around. Like you might feel important because someone relies on you. Maybe you like the feeling of being wanted and you know being depended on. It's, it's like that mother. Truly, it's like that mother thing. Yeah, like you know, someone needs you. Yeah, but you ain't, a, or you just, or, or someone of a superior, like you like to feel needed and wanted, you know what I mean? Because clearly she's not a mom, so, you know, she don't have the same thoughts as a mom would. So, you know, but you do might have a bond with the kids, but at the end of the day, the bond with the kids don't have to change. You can still keep it cordial with them, but really, if you're truly unhappy, you're truly being drained, like, and you don't have no attachments, you stand around because you want to stand around. Either it's the sex is good, which, you know, is more likely the case, or you really like to be dependent upon, or you're scared to be alone. I would probably go more with the scared to be alone. Like, you're probably on the money with that one. And, you know, and again, it's like, I get it, you know what I'm saying? But I don't. I mean, I just get it from, you know, because once you, once you, what's so like the pandemic had everybody sitting together for a year, two years. Relationships got stronger, relationships got weaker because of the pandemic. You know what I'm saying? So, like she said, it probably was a little fun thing every now and then. The pandemic hit. Nigga was like, we don't know what the world gonna be like. So, fuck it, let's just shack up and let's just fuck all day, have fun all day and see what happens. Pandemic over. You start seeing this nigga for what he truly is. You over it. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, this ain't what I want for myself. And, you know, I'm ready to get out of it and you should do just that. You know what I mean? Now, like I said before, um, if you're, I ask, like, are you scared? Like on, on some, you know, crazy shit type of time to try to kick him out. And she said that wasn't the case. So I, I'll say shit, you know, get some cousins, get some brothers and make that shit happen. You know, let it be known. Like, yo, you got to go. Like, I'm going to be gone for the next couple of days, but I need you to get your shit out and, have a cousin, brother, or somebody come through and help him get his shit out. You know what I mean? And, and you could, move I mean, on. You could do all that, but it's easier. Like, if you go move on, move on. And that means, all right, look, I'm, I'm getting my own spot. Like, rent due on the first. <laughs> how you shit, how you shit together? So you're going to leave. So you're going to leave your shit. <laughs> let, nah, nigga, like, this is my, this is a house. Man, it's not an apartment. It's man, a house. A, a house is where, a home is wherever I make no, it. No. <laughs> so you have a mortgage. You know what I'm saying? You, nigga, you have a mortgage in a house. Yeah. You're not about to leave to get a, another spot because this person 
don't want to leave. You know what I'm saying? Like she can't leave because this is her house. Like this is in her name. He lived with her. You oh. know what I mean? So he needs to leave. Okay, so they shacked up. Yeah, you know, okay, at her spot. All right. Yeah, this is this is a hobosexual. Like this nigga maneuvered his way in. You know what I'm saying? Slid in, dicked in, and got in. You know what I'm saying? Got a dresser to the two brush spot, and now he won't leave, and she want him out. You know what I'm saying? But she just trying to figure out how to. And man, fuck all that. One thing I know about people, like when you want to do something, you gonna do it. You gonna yeah. figure out a way to get it done. That's why I said it's it's, so. it's she may have a. She may have a, a appeal to being wanted and being, you know, depend upon, you know what I'm saying? Or she might be scared to be alone, but maybe like some fucking cats. She could be. <laughs> it, uh, third thing is she could be confused too. Like, like, and, and I, mm-hmm. I do think that people get confused. They say one thing one moment and say something completely different the next. That is like the true definition of being confused. That does call dickmatized. <laughs> <laughs> she said one thing and then when that dick got in it changed her whole conversation up <laughs> now nah, but life is too short seriously you're gonna have to make a decision I, I personally think it's easier because you don't have kids his name is not on none of the fucking leases and not on nothing that is yours so to, to walk away even if you was to get the sheriffs involved or you know whatever they gonna say take what's yours and everything else you know what i'm saying like that's crazy that somebody we have to go that far as to call in 911 or the sheriff's like to get somebody out your crib like first of all it's 2022 i would do that if that was me if i was a guy and i had a girl i would do it because people are crazy <laughs> you know are, what i'm saying people are, are crazy. crazy i ain't taking nothing away from you they are crazy but i'm like i don't and, know and you watch people like yeah you've been out of the game you know what i'm saying you you've been around for a while so you've been out of the game for a while but watching the internet you see like motherfuckers is offing themselves and, and taking the family with them because they ain't happy motherfuckers is doing all type of crazy shit to themselves and others because of shit like this you know what i'm saying so to play like the, with the guy you know the guy like yo you gotta go and then the girl claims you know go smack herself upside the head and all that and call the cops and say he beat her and he already know how that goes now the cops gonna believe her so forth it's a lot that can go wrong in this era now people are fucked up people are crazy not saying this individual is but just to be able to safe precaution that's why i said initially get your cousins and your brothers or whatever like hey bro you gotta go you know what i'm saying like you go away for a couple of days let them you know monitor him while he grab his shit and go you know what i'm saying uh or just have a Strong sit down, let it known like you got to go. But uh, truthfully speaking, I think, you know, you don't want to be alone. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it's on you because life is too short. Life is too short. If you don't react sooner, you're going to fuck around and get pregnant. You know what I'm saying? Or you're going to fuck around and make it worse. So the sooner you can react, (laughs) it's on this shit to be over with. (laughs) I say run, run, get on, go on about your business. Like, fuck it. Like, if you if you've tried multiple times to break up with a person and they're like literally just refusing to leave and some other shit, yeah, you could call your peoples, get your peoples involved, and then some shit will pop up. Somebody gets shot, you know, it's a funeral, the <laughs> some shit like right. that. Somebody, oh, yeah. call like, the, somebody call the bloods. <laughs> bloods. <laughs> hey, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Like, nah, nah you can easily just go on about your business. Like, fuck it. I hear what you're saying. Like, that's their house mortgage, this, that, and the other. But it's kind of like, 
if if you are the owner of a house, then get the police can definitely like get somebody out. It may take some time and things that and the other, but well, like, Cali is different because well, Cali is got, in Nevada. They, they you can't just six, do that. Yeah, they got that sixty day thing now, what evictions and all that shit or whatever. Right, you know what I'm saying. So, but eventually it, that it, person would get out the get out their house though. So, right. But the initial conversation you need to have is to let that person know you no longer want this. Because any real nigga with pride, once I hear a woman tell me she don't want me no more, it's only so much I can say or do, and she gonna you know be firm on that to say, hey, I don't want to be with you no more. Either she's gonna say that, or she gonna say I, I got somebody new. You got to. This ain't working. You got to go. And here come nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nah, don't do that. Just wait till the nigga leave before you tell the nigga about anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna play this one safe, you know. And again, these advices was brought to you by non-professionals. <laughs> this is for content purpose only. <laughs> Take it or leave it. <laughs> I, I say get the fuck up on it. I say get right, it. right. Sell the house. Appreciate you for listening. Maybe let him listen to the episode, like play it one day in the kitchen and just have it playing to this part so you can hear it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? But we appreciate you for sending in the questions. And for the rest of y'all who be sending in questions, y'all need to start sending in details like that. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate it though. But I think we covered enough for the day, man. This was a kind of a serious conversation. You know what I mean? Some serious topics. Hopefully y'all enjoyed it, man. We're going to. Go ahead and wrap this up, man. Yeah, man. I thank y'all for tuning in, man. It was, uh, it was definitely a tequila-infused episode. <laughs> <laughs> keep rocking with us, man. This journey is only getting better. Um, I got to keep reminding y'all, the merch is coming back. The first batch did well. Second batch is coming around along with some newer ones, you know what I mean? So, again, if y'all got any pictures rocking the merch, please take a picture of it, tag us or whatever, you know what I'm saying? We want to make sure we you know, we get that out there because once people start seeing y'all rocking it, then more people going to rock it. It's snowball effect, so we need that, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> we thank y'all. Um, yeah, man, and uh, keep it up, man. Tag us and everything. Gang, gang. Yeah, if you haven't already. Um, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast on your favorite streaming platform. And as always, you know, you guys can check us on Instagram. You can check us on, t- well, you can check Mike on TikTok. <laughs> Man, that shit just there. <laughs> well, the best place to reach us is Instagram or you can shoot us an email, but keep the questions coming. Keep vibing with us, man. I'm I'm glad to be back. I'm looking forward to doing more episodes. Hit that oh. YouTube. Subscribe, subscribe, Please subscribe. subscribe. Bitches. Yo, yo, see, see, that's why I don't nobody want to listen to us because you be disrespecting them and shit. Oh, well, bye, niggas. <laughs> <laughs>